The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Joining us to discuss, I am very excited to say, is Samson Ellis, Bloomberg Taipei Bureau Chief with me here in the Singapore studio. I think it's been many years, Sam, since I've seen you. Pandemic, obviously, one of those key reasons. Great to have you with us to to talk through this story because, I mean, there was so much, I guess, drama about Nancy Pelosi going. Why is this kind of being kept under the radar? Well, that's a very good question. I mean, to be perfectly honest, these types of trips happen all the time. Like, uh, we're, we're looking at the data right now. And, you know, there are at least, you know, usually in a typical year, there are up to 20, maybe even a few more um, U.S. lawmakers who do visit Taiwan. So these trips are happening all the time, but they are typically happening slightly under the radar. There's not a whole, uh, you know, amount of fanfare around them. And there's often not, you know, usually there isn't quite the reaction from the Chinese side that we've seen to um, uh, after... Speaker Pelosi's trip uh, 10 days ago. So, you know, it's, it's pretty par for the course that you, you get these um, visits happening all the time. Um, but obviously, the reason we're looking at this more closely, the reason we care about this, the reason we're talking about this right now, is it comes so soon after Pelosi's trip and, you know, the the massive reaction we saw from the Chinese side. Yeah, and on that reaction, I mean, one of the things she mentioned was the men didn't get this kind of reaction. Is is that fair? Because honestly, we're not talking about this visit in the same sense that we were. And that also has got to do with her role, too. She is a higher ranking official. She did raise that issue. And isn't a, a very interesting? Uh, point from her um, you know does it have anything to do with the fact she's a woman uh, very difficult to say uh, as you say because she is also you know a much higher ranking uh, US figure than uh, you know any men that have come before so um, difficult to say but you know you, you obviously you can't uh, rule out that possibility uh, let's talk as well about, I guess, what we're seeing with some of the other moves because Taiwan detected 22 PLA warplanes and six warships around the island's surrounding region. This is up until 5 p.m. Sunday, Sunday, according to a tweet from the Ministry of National Defence. So certainly China here is still trying to stand its ground, right? They are, and that's that's one of the trends we're noticing now um, following Pelosi's trip. You know, in, in the days preceding her uh, or following her trip we you know we saw these uh, massive military exercises completely surrounding taiwan um and then that seems to have settled down now into you know what we're, people are calling a new normal um where there are you know many more uh, chinese uh, patrols uh, around taiwan many more chinese encroachments into taiwan's air defense identification zone and uh, pla uh, aircraft no longer respecting the median line of the Taiwan Strait, which for decades previous had kind of stood as an informal tacit barrier between the two sides. Sam, you've just come from Taiwan to Singapore. I mean, when we spoke to you a couple of weeks ago, you were saying on the ground, look, 
people are not really that focused on this, but very much we are in the global community talking about what's happening with, with US-China relations and, and the impact to Taiwan here. What is it like from people in Taiwan? If you've got these 22 PLA warplanes circling around, are people worried or are they getting about their daily business? No, again, uh, it barely registers in Taipei. You know, People will freely tell you, we're used to this. This happens all the time. We've had this threat uh, hanging over our heads for the past 70 years. Um, you know, we'll we'll start worrying when 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 the missiles start falling, and so far they haven't. Um, so yeah, p- people in in Taiwan are very resilient, but then also, you know, have become pretty much inured to this the, the, these constant threats. And I think they also recognise that, you know, a full out war, it would be disastrous for Taiwan. It would also be disastrous for China, right? China does not want a war at this point. You know, it would be. Um, you know, China has its own issues. You know, if you look at um, you know economic growth, slowing economic growth there, um, the constant uh, COVID lockdowns. Uh, Xi Jinping is obviously laser focused on uh, <laughs> the the Party Congress at the la- uh, later this year when he you know is pushing to secure a third term, a full out war with Taiwan, uh, in which you could pretty much assumed the United States would intervene as well. And then there's obviously the uh, possibility that the the Japanese would intervene and then other uh, allies in the region, possibly the Australians too, would get involved. You know, that would be utterly disastrous for everyone, but also obviously for Beijing. Uh, and just very quickly, let's the fund flows that we're seeing in some of these markets because these troubles in Taiwan, you're still seeing Chinese stocks at, at a wide discount to global peers. What are you seeing in terms of, say, like the Taiwan uh, dollar? Well, um, assets in Taiwan have been remarkably res- resilient, to be honest. Uh, again, you know, there was this assumption that oh, this would be bad for Taiwan, uh, that you'll see uh, massive equity outflows, which would, of course, have a knock-on effect on, on the Taiwan dollar. But we, uh, other than uh, a little bit of volatility uh, the week when Pelosi w- was here, we absolutely haven't seen that. But mm. part of that is uh, the government has intervened. You know, the government has various funds that it can use to shore up yeah. uh, both uh, equities and uh, the Taiwan dollar. Mm. But I think, you know, all of these moves were flagged well in advance by China oh. And so it didn't take anyone by Samson Ellis, Bloomberg Taipei Bureau Chief with us in Singapore. This is Bloomberg. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions. July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.